0: Yep, I got my revenge Burned Burned Uh, Yeah That's right, Dad That's right, Dad Um Yeah (laughs) What do you think, Malik? You don't think anything, Malik? Malik not on. Malik on now. Only working on it because we had a lot of stuff going on yesterday, and I think we got Malik now. Yeah, they was
2: booing on like that. Uh, we play. I, I play too hard for that to get booed for strong like that.
0: Well, here's the thing. Uh, I promise you, Malik. None of the fans enjoyed it either. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is a Thursday. Uh, it is not going to be, at least for me, it's not going to be a, uh, angry, fire and brimstone, whatever you want to, whatever you're expecting.
1: What Um, are they expecting? I think they're
0: expecting, you know, everyone everyone wants to freak out and yell and scream. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I I can only speak for me. Uh, I would say it's more of an apathy Mm. than anger. Like, I, I, I'm not even surprised <laughs> like I'm mildly surprised they lost last night but it's it's like the I go back to the Miami game uh that was the one where you know look you lost in Miami whatever but just the way that we've kind of been taught it's like well you know yeah I know they've lost seven in a row I know they've lost to a bunch of tough teams but you know I mean this is a tough team and blah 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 and you know, we're probably going to lose. And then, you know, we lost, and that's fine. It's not like what we think matters anyways. I mean, let's be real. It's not like if the fans want it more, they're going to win. You know, whatever. But last night, like, that's all we talked about yesterday. It's like first game back from a road trip, and, you know, the Pistons did have a big lead on them. And, hell, my stinking, it uh, uh, shouldn't even been allowed as a uh, random stat was the Pistons would have a, a double-digit lead. Like, and I guarantee you, I'm not some Nostradamus. I guarantee you a lot of the fan base felt that way. And you could chalk that up to, well, you know, we're naturally kind of pessimistic sometimes. And every once in a while, you're going to be right about that stuff. But how many, how many Willodies are we going to have? I mean, I don't even know. Can we even have one? Is this it? Like, can we have a worse one? I know it's like, don't ask that question. But barring like a loss where all of our star players crash into each other and tear their knees, like, like barring an injury related loss, Worst loss of the year. Is there anything worse than getting blown out by the Pistons who had two road wins and had lost 43 of 49 games? Is there, I don't think you can have something the
1: worse. The only thing I could think of, and I can't really put it into a um, context like that, because yeah. that's, I, I don't know if you can have a worse.
0: loss. I don't think you but can. It would be.
1: I think they're. I guess I'm just changing the category. More painful, like the, the playoffs. The, yeah. Well, that. But like the Suns. Sure. Like by definition, that one really hurt. Yeah. They're up twenty-two. Last night was just nothing but embarrassing. Right. Yes. So it's Wolody. But you just go. Well, Dave, there's not a worse team. You were at home. You were playing better. Oh, you were a one hundred percent healthy. They traded players. They weren't healthy. Their top two scorers weren't there. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think you could stack up more in the favor of the Kings.
0: As you know, I, I even yeah, I should have mentioned that. Like they, the team that had two road wins and six wins all year were missing. Top Arguably, two their scores. two best players. Yeah,
1: their top two scores, and then just the disarray they were in. They had ten players. They had two people traded during the day. That's just a weird feeling. And you gave him confidence early. The one thing I will say that surprised me about the game uh-huh. was I was like, ah, okay. When Sabonis hits the three to end the quarter, yes. I was almost mad. I'm like, good. I'm happy. Right. You're going to win. But why do you do this? Why
0: do you do this? Why? He's high-fiving, say, five, yeah, which and, was great. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was an awesome moment. The building, I was like, wow, that's a lie. They're right. like, everybody's frustrated. But now they're happy. And they're going to win by like 12. And. Okay, just frustrating, but at least it's a win. Who cares? Get out of here. Now, The for Detroit to respond after that, after the, kind of the bad team does what it does and builds a 15-point lead, that I thought wouldn't happen. And so that, you go,
0: good on Detroit, absolute shame on the Kings. For real?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, they just let it go? Mm-hmm. 36-21 in the fourth? In winning time. Again, everybody's there. You're quote-unquote non-all-stars. I gotta be Your honest. I, I honestly it's so weird. I can't shake this. I can't shake this feeling. This is like a top three Kings team I dislike <laughs> in Kings history. Yeah. I really am starting to dislike this team. I like the individual parts. I love De'Aaron. I love Domas. I love Mike Brown. I love Herder. I'm talking about the team. And I'm not talking, you know, and obviously this isn't personal. I'm just talking about the team. Which is weird because
1: it's, for the most part, the exact same group that I would say everybody fell in love with last year. You're right. It's not like they broke this up. Uh, the main no. top seven eight are here.
0: It's 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 the thing is it's like here. We're a blue collar city. We value heart effort and hustle over everything. Well, except wins, but heart effort and hustle, and even in the losing terrible terrible years, like. We're the team we're we're the crowd that gave the 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 team a, a three minute standing ovation when they came back from Seattle after winning a game. And like, you know, they lost that series. Whatever, fine. And we're the team that had standing ovations all across Sacramento. Yeah. Uh when they took the Jazz to five games back in ninety nine or whatever it was. Uh, even though they lost. Like, we appreciated that they gave everything they had. There's nothing worse than looking at a team that has the talent and the ability, and you know they have the talent and the ability because you've seen the wins you've seen the great wins, but they're 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 cruising around like like they're the mid 2000s Shaq and Kobe Lakers that can just put it in cruise control and then turn it on like they're acting like a team that's either a defending champion or western conference finalist, and bro you got. You got axed in the first round. Like, Steph dropped 50 on your heads in in game seven in front of your home crowd. Like, that uh, that obviously stung. I don't know what the hell is wrong with De'Aaron Fox. Like, I saw a lot of slander on his name last night that was getting way out of control. Like, I'm not turning on De'Aaron Fox, but what the hell is going on? Like, he has been so inconsistent lately. Up and down, mostly down. Can't make his free throws. Who the hell was in charge of Jade and Ivy last night? What was that? What was that? Like what 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 was that? Detroit was right. <laughs> Apparently. Because I don't think it can get any crazier than 37 to zero.
1: Yeah, we have that coming up later. <sighs> and what was he what did the Kings have in the fourth? You said twenty one? Twenty one. He had nineteen. By himself. Six for six. Nineteen points. He like that's Fox's quarter or Sabonis or somebody. He took the game over.
0: He 100% took the game over. Like Jaden Ivey took the game mm-hmm. over and had a career high. Uh, Alec Burke's revenge game, 25. And it's like, I don't, you know, God bless Pete Youngman. And he's right. He was saying to me on Twitter last night, like, look, the first game back from a road trip, a real thing. Like, I believe him. Like, I, we don't, like, He's, yeah. He ain't wrong, but like I don't care. Well, and
1: that, don't, that's where I go back to almost what I said earlier about okay, you you, were, you let you let them in, you left them around, you had a terrible second quarter, but you recovered and you are the better team record. And once you took the lead at home going into the fourth, it's over. It's over. Like the the bad team like scared you, scared you straight. Like yeah. all right, you got it. Like yeah, it's whatever. Whatever all the things they had to work out because it's the first game back.
0: It's over. Right. And it was over. 100% thought they were winning. And
1: they went way. up two on the Sabonis three, even scored the first basket. Not that four ends the game. But that's the kind of team you're like, man, that's why we've only won six games. Right. Because we built a, yeah, remember we were up 15. I do. But you lost by 12 and still lost.
0: I mean, Malik was literally like bouncing and skipping with the ball at half court. Like they were in, in line drills. Like they yeah. were loose and happy. Yeah,
1: it was on. It was ready to be a King's win, light the beam. And. Hey, coming off a great road. We also said it was a great road trip. And then you come home and do that knowing what's ahead of you as well. And what what you have coming up. Yeah. So like the the, the, the pie in the sky is okay, definition wise it's one loss. And sure, I've seen all that too. Like watch them come home and beat Denver on maybe. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go the other way, yeah. um New Orleans won. Yeah. Phoenix is, you know, I think they moved from 5th to, didn't they go to 7th? I believe you're or, right. I don't know, maybe percentage point 6th. Um, if you have a bad couple of days before the break, are you now in the play-in situation? Um, and remember, that's not playoffs. If you have a bad couple of days there, you all of a sudden became a team that broke a playoff streak and then made it for one. I mean, you can go either direction on this.
0: Sacramento Kings are the 7th seed. Yeah. They are a game and a half ahead of the Dallas Mavericks, 2 in the loss column.
1: So wait, who's eight, Dallas?
0: Uh, Dallas is eight. The and
1: who's 9-10 right now? Lakers, Jazz. Yes. So let's go doom and gloom. You have a home game for Dow- against Dallas Yep. to get in the postseason. Yep. You stumble there. You have a home game against the Lakers or Utah. You have two chances. Feeling good about that? uh uh-uh. No. And yeah. then to get rewarded maybe to play Denver in the first – I mean, and it didn't all to get decided last night, but that's what you, you set yourself up for, stuff like that. I just
0: – I don't – I don't – I don't – uh Yeah, I don't want this team anymore. I want Monty to make a move today. Well, and and that's
1: the other one. Like, Mm -hmm. they're, you know, if we do recency bias to the last impression on the night
0: before the deadline. Right. And this isn't an outlier. It's important to understand that this is not an, it's not like, oh, you know, I mean, these These things happen. It's not an outlier. It's game 50. It's game 50, and we have had multiple. Home Charlotte loss, home Detroit loss, the blow at, the, Portland. The, the, at Portland, the choke to the Bucks, and I understand the Bucks on the road, you're not supposed to win that game. Yeah, but we're still talking. We're going to like mentality. Yeah, the Suns blown lead. Yeah. I, you, you just this team is they're they're either mentally soft or they're mentally checked out or there's something going on behind the scenes that we don't all know about. and They all have uh, some weird disease. Like I don't know what the hell it is, man. It's something I can't accept. I refuse to believe that De'Aaron Fox just took the night off last night arbitrarily. I I, I absolutely refuse. I don't know if that's De'Aaron Fox's worst game of 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 the year, but I feel like offensively and defensively combined, it was like it. Just, I don't know what the hell's going on, and if there's something wrong, then. Cool, I understand, like, I'm all for, like, whatever's going on, it's your business, but man, then, like, take some time off, or, because he's just out here getting killed, and it's like, well, we don't have anything else to go on, other than we're looking at your numbers, and you have 41 one night, and then you you come around and you do this against the Pistons, while Jay Ivey's just lighting up the whole team. Keegan Murray in 20 minutes has zero points on four shots. Like, what are we doing? Nobody can make a free throw. They're 15 to 22. They're last in the league in free throws, but they're hitting their threes.
1: Yeah, after making the first 10. You're like,
0: oh, this is a great night from the line.
1: Then when it mattered, you miss an important one. <sighs> Were well, they really? They made they started the f- 10 for 10.
0: Like, look at this. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So they started 10 for 10 and they finished 5 of 12.
1: Yeah. Not the sole reason, but you knocked down a few of those in that spot. That maybe I don't know. They got what they deserve. That's for sure, and uh, we all have to pay for it.
0: And honestly, the only one to me that really truly escapes. I mean, Malik was was Malik was really good last night.
1: I thought Monk, Lyles, and Mitchell. Yes. I mean, I guess Sabonis always is there. Well, that's the thing. It's
0: like Demontis Sabonis. Just when you when it's like when you do all of this, like first game back from the road trip, and it's tough. And then, yeah. then, well, why isn't that affecting? Did Sabonis? he look any different? No, no. Sabonis is the only guy that brings yeah. it every night. Yeah. He's the only guy that brings it every night. Both ends of the floor. Yeah. Just it's so dumb. It's so dumb. This team is dumb. Just I'm done with. Just try, you got to bring someone in, man. I don't even care. Go get Bobby Portis. Go get somebody that will like straight slap people in the in the, the 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 huddle. Something, man. I I don't even have a segue for American Energy. Let's just go to. I don't. I was trying to think of something. i a segue mood.
1: Hey Dave. Yo, you need some energy.
0: I do need some energy, and my golly, my golly, by golly. How about we go to American Energy for that? Look, Let's you want to talk about bringing it? American Energy brings you the $49 furnace tune-up and safety inspection going on right now, and that's why they consistently exceed expectations in the heating and air industry by valuing the customer experience and making that home comfort system as efficient as possible. They do. Gas leaks can be prevented. The life of your furnace extended. And ultimately, you save on those energy bills. This isn't a sales service call. It's not that. No, they're legit tuning up your furnace. That's an important thing to do. Isn't that what, uh... That's what uh, What's-His-Face did Mary Poppins. He was a chimney sweeper. I guess it's like the modern-day version of that. chim chimney cheroo. Call today to schedule an appointment at 916-520-9990. It's 916-520-9990. AmericanEnergyAir.com. American Energy Making the uncomfortable, comfortable. 30 second break. Don't go away. Leading off is next. Let's do it. Leading
2: off the three top stories in the morning. Huge news. This is very important. Here's cut number one. Monk has the rebound, and he races up the right side. No time to hesitate. Shovels a pass intended for Fox. Missed the target. Turnover. Turn out the lights. This ball game is over. 129-118.
0: Aw.
1: I was next to him. Yeah. It
0: was sad G-Man. Sad G-Man. Do you see what you guys did? Yeah. You made him sad. A shameful
2: performance.
0: (laughs) In Texas at 916-339-1140. Uh, because somebody texted, and they're absolutely right. Uh, props to the texter. You're leaving out Mike Brown. She's damn right. Oh yeah. You're absolutely. That is yeah. full on correct.
1: Yes. I yeah. didn't think they played a smart game either, Dave. Like, so we had the stat in the pregame last time these two teams played. Remember the Kings gave up the 47 point first quarter. against yeah. them. But uh, while they were doing that, I'm like, man, they're killing them in the paint. They had 84 points in the paint. Something like that. Yeah. Season high. Yeah. They had 20 at ha- like, they were just shooting threes. I'm like, Detroit has nothing in there. Well, they have Durin. But, I mean, right. get when he's off the floor, they're playing Muscala. Nothing. They're playing Gallinari. That's a spot for Sabonis, for Fox, for other guys to get to the paint. They started to do that better in the second half. Oh, here comes the comeback. I didn't think they played a very smart game either. No.
3: I want to say that Katie said that they only had one two-point shot in the first six minutes. Yeah. Right. Wow.
0: Attempts? No, uh, he's right. Yeah, attempts. And, and she did.
1: Now, Herder her made, like, three threes, which is great, but... Then they just kept shooting them.
0: You're leaving Davion Mitchell out there, who was fine, who was just completely overmatched and outsized. I mean, he did everything he could. I don't know what the hell is going on with Keegan, and, and you know, here's a little bit of Mike Brown. You know, I there are many times during the season where I could say that I was disappointed in our performance, and uh, tonight is definitely one of them, if not at the top of the list. Um, w- w- the way we played the game, especially defensively, uh, was not good. We've seen clips of him in practice lose his mind. Yeah, I hope that's happening.
1: I, I mean, there's uh, lots uh, of different ways to go on this. I, right. I, I have no idea how he did it in the locker room. but I
0: want to be clear about this, too. I like Mike Brown. I think he's a good coach. He's <laughs> the reigning coach of the year, blah, blah, blah. And I ain't saying nothing other than to say, <laughs> reigning coaches of the year have been fired. Like, it's happened. You've mm-hmm. seen it. You've seen it. You've seen it for stuff. If if you've got a certain front office in there and they believe that the development is being stunted, they make moves. And I want to be clear. I 100% do not think that that's what should happen. Yeah. And, of course, I don't think it will happen, nor should it. But, like, dude, everybody. Everybody should be – everybody should be the, – the sad thing is, is it's like everybody should be on alert right now. Everybody should be pissed right now. Everybody should be freaked out right now. But that was your easiest game. Hmm. That was your easy – it doesn't get any easier. And, you know, you said this yesterday, Jason. It was funny. We had fun with it. Like, well, what have you lost to Detroit and then won the next three? And I'm like, I would take, you know, 74-point loss to Detroit if we can win the next three. Yeah, right. Boy, was I a fat liar. No, because you know what? Even if they win, if they go out and they beat – let's say they win two out of the next three, I'm just going to be more pissed. Yeah, because Why we'll couldn't go you do it then? hundred
1: percent. hundred hundred percent. Which gets back to the mental part of it. It's like, then you're, you're getting up, you're playing better. Because they've shown us some good highs. Yes. Like, okay, this team looks pretty
0: good. Probably for every Willody they have, they have a uh, Best. Wait, Willody. Willody. Willody, sorry. Yeah. yeah.
1: But that's a problem.
0: That you, is a problem.
1: You know, you want that list, especially for a team that's above 500 to, you know, to be uneven where you go, wow, there's 10 great wins. There's three bad losses. Okay. In 82. But again, now we're at 50. There's still thirty two more games. I don't know if they'll be into Obaloody worse than this, but there's gonna be more, right? Yes. There'll be there'll be some yes. other we'll come in here and go, How did they lose that game? How did they lose to this team the way they played last
0: night? And I have no doubt, like they're coming off a five of seven on the road. Like, mm-hmm. there's no doubt they're gonna have some great runs and Fox is gonna be back and people are gonna be throwing receipts around because everybody is is a prisoner of the moment. I understand that. They're they're gonna have they're gonna have some crazy like five, six, seven game winning streak. Like it's gonna happen. I don't I don't doubt it, but this type of mentality, that that's a postseason issue. Like that I don't think you can fix that. Like th- that this type of mentality that makes them vulnerable to bad teams, that makes them think they better they're better than they are, that that makes them just oh, oh, where'd our talent go? Oh, I don't know. It's the Pistons. Well what did uh was it Fox? It was Fox or Monk. I think it was Fox. It was like you any given t- any given night you can lose to any given team. Well, and yeah. he, he's right. That's all true. But
1: so that's true. I how mean, many times
0: that happened?
1: Right. And that's the other thing I was saying last night in the postgame. All right. So the Memphis escape on this road trip, um, the Chicago escape on this road yeah. trip, or the losses, the Charlotte home loss, the Portland undermanned road loss. Weren't those supposed to be lessons? Yes. What so are we that, learning? You go through that to avoid last night, and that's not what happened, and that's what's disappointing.
0: Yeah, to say the least. All right, cut number two, please. Cut number two. actually might be the best. Yeah. But now that we're 48 hours away from the trade deadline, I do not expect to see Clay Thompson. Oh, God, no, no, no. We're, we're not going you there.
3: Don't, no, no, you don't trade Clay Thompson. There we go. Yeah. So,
0: what are the Warriors going to do?
3: So, I, I know there's been some discussion about there about whether they could trade Chris Paul. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I do think Andrew Wiggins, and for also, Jonathan Kaminga's playing the best basketball's career. They've boosted his, his playing time by about eight minutes a game over the last ten games. He's pretty much untouchable right now. I think it's like, it's like Steph and Kaminga and then everything else. Yeah.
0: Shock the world. Trade Steph. I mean, why don't you trade Clay Thompson? Why don't you, why don't you trade Steph? Why not? I, I'm not saying you should, but okay, because you owe them. Because you're not gonna, you're not gonna get like value back. Look, if it's a good deal, so yeah. Well, you you, you win in a title with these guys. No, I don't think so. No, yeah. no, of course you're not. I mean, whatever, that's cool. I mean, if that's their thing, just hold on to these guys as long as you want. Maybe go through a few years. Uh, by the way, they have the I think they're the top payroll in the league. Top payroll in the league. You're not even in the. Uh, you're not even in the play. I don't yeah. think they're in the playoffs at all, are no. they? No.
1: Yeah. Five and a half hours to decide all this stuff.
0: But you're not. But you're you're going to try to make some. Uh, you know, Chris Paul. Screw it. Trade Chris Paul here. I don't even care. Bring bringing Chris Paul. One more work salary wise. But it's like at this point, have a have a true backup point guard. Yeah, Golden State's at two hundred eleven, two hundred twelve million. 10 million ahead of the Clippers. Just to give you an idea, they're at 212 million. Uh, the Kings are at 151. So they're 61 million ahead of the Sacramento Kings. Uh, from the 707, can we just get Ragotes? You know what? I agree with you. Regular games of the year. That would have been nice. It's just a regular old game, just nothing crazy. I'm with you, dude. Cut number three, please. Cut number three. For me as a
1: quarterback coming into the league, it's it's been a blessing to you know have such a great supporting cast around me. Um, obviously the keys weren't just given to me or anything. It had had to be earned. And um, you know, I've come in, in day one, just obviously trying to learn Kyle's system, his playbook, and and earn the respect of my teammates. And then over time I've I've been able to, you know, step into that role and be ready for my opportunity. And um,
0: Yeah, that's Brock Purdy talking yesterday. Go Niners. That's what we need, man. Mm. We just need the Niners to...
1: We need a parade next week for the Niners.
0: uh, Love how we're... uh, I love how uh, we're sitting here looking at Denver and then in Oklahoma City coming up. Oh, God. This team. We'll take a break. Look, we contractually are obligated to play you audio from this team at some point. So coming up next... Uh, we'll go through the, uh, we'll go through the the little bit of the play by play, uh, from yesterday, uh, trigger alert, you know, be careful. Maybe, maybe listen with one ear. Uh, we know you like your sports. We know you like your sports. This might be a time to check out the country. I don't, I don't know, but, uh, just be warned. We're going to play you this garbage next. Michael Dave show with Jason Ross.
2: Call or text at 916-339-1140 on Sacktown
0: Sports. Before we get started with this, saw this story during the break. I, I, I'd i forgotten about this. Back in 1998, Mark McGuire hit his 70th home run. A guy named Phil Ozersky is making 30 grand a year doing whatever he did. He caught the ball. The Cardinals asked for the ball, and they offered a signed bat, hmm. a ball, and a jersey. And Ozersky says, "Okay, cool. I just I'd, I'd like to, but I'd like to meet Mark McGuire too. Get a picture." McGuire says, "No." Fun, fun guy. Ozersky backs out. Three months later, he sold the ball for $3.05 million. Yeah, boy. And then met Mark McGuire. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, that's the dumbest thing. Like, you can't just meet the guy after the game and take a picture with him. What do you do? I'd love to ask Mark that question. If we ever get an interview with Mark, I got to ask him that. Like, I got to know. What was the thought behind it? Maybe Mark secretly wanted the guy to make money. Yeah. Maybe it's a nice thing.
1: He knew ahead. He's like, Hey, hang on to this for a little bit, sell that ball,
0: then we'll meet, I'll meet you. Because I have a
3: feeling my autographs are going to tank in a few
0: years, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Right. Yeah, there's something around the horizon coming for you. Um, All right,
2: should we do Yeah, okay, here we go. Herter in the left corner swings it out on the wing to Sabonis. couple of ball fakes, one dribble, bounces it to Fox. Fox now to the right side. Herter going for three in a row. He's got three in a row. Red Velvet from downtown makes it 14 to five.
0: Mm-hmm. It, 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 you were up 14 to five on the Pistons at home. You're up nine points. You, you scored 14 of the first 19 points of the game at home against a team that had six wins and two road wins and were missing arguably their two best players in Bojan Bogdanovic and Kate Conner. I don't think arguably. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying because Jaden Ivey is well, apparently naive, Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but... Uh, So, remember, that was 14-5, and uh, the
2: Pistons came back. Alinari on the right wing gives it up. Burks, one dribble, launches, and scores again. He's a scoring machine. Alec Burks has eight points, and trust me, he's got the green light all night. Davion Mitchell draws a foul. Quick strike for Sacramento. Score is tied after that three by Burks.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They then went up by 10. That's when I texted you guys. I was like, all right, I got my. I got my random stat. That's double digits. Feeling good. And uh, Mike Mascala keeps, He's he is Craig Hodges, basically Larry
2: Bird. Mascala fakes the corner three, sidesteps the defender, and drains the deep right wing three. And the Pistons have extended their lead to the biggest of the night. They're on top 85 to 72.
0: Third quarter, Kings coming back. That was after, uh, who was it? Was it Fox that made it at the half, I think? Um, No, it was Hayes that made it in the half, didn't he? Then uh, Davion cuts it to one.
2: Davion Mitchell gives it up to Sabonis, digs into the paint, feeds to a cutting baseline month, out to Davion, open for three. He's got the triple. A one-point game. It's 95-94. Pistons still have the lead, approaching one minute to go
0: in this third quarter. And then the Sabonis three, high five in uh, De'Aaron Fox's wife and, and and family around there.
2: Here's Monk, rocks, fires, short on the three, back tap, Sabonis to beat the buzzer. He's got the right corner three. Sacramento takes the lead. I'm sure they'll review it, but that would put the Kings on top, 99-97. Sabonis with 14 points in the quarter.
1: I mean, I'm telling you, it was really loud in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was.
1: Because I think everyone's like, what's happening tonight? Oh, good. Game is settled down. Here we go. Let's bring it. Let's Let's... light this beam. This will be a nice, fun fourth quarter.
0: Fox steal to Mitchell.
2: Fox with a steal. Stripped it away from Ivy. Gives it ahead to Davion. Sets up the alley-oop. There it is. Malikma. skying to the rim and beyond. Flight zero has full liftoff. Wow. 16 points for Monk. Kings regain the lead. 105-103. That was after a De'Aaron Fox steal.
0: hmm So you're in the fourth quarter. It's 105-103. <laughs> and the Pistons peel off a 30-15 run to close out. A 30-15 run, uh, of which I think 37 of that 30 was Jaden Ivey.
2: Mascala gives it up to Ivey on the right wing. Shot clock at six. Rocks in rhythm. Fires and hits the three. Ivy now has been Mr. Everything here in this fourth quarter, working against Herter probes, pulls it back. Now curls to his right, reaches inside, scores it. Alec Burks with a dribble handoff. Now straight away, here's another three and score it.
0: Yeah. Jaden Ivy was crazy. And, and, and meanwhile, look, I get it. They're not thinking about this. They're not. I'm sure Jaden Ivy was thinking a little bit of, you know, you passed on me. Okay. I'm going to show you what's up. And also you got a good young player. That's in a rhythm. And, and he's got a career high and he's going for it. But just the optics of the fact that Jaden Ivy had 37 points and Keegan Murray had zero. Yeah. Uh, Sasser, three, made it 124-116.
2: And then Alec Burks dropped the dagger on his old squad. Changes directions, challenged by Sabonis to Ivy, skips across court. Burks for three. Dagger three thrown down by Alex Burks. It's 127 118. Inside two minutes to go. The Pistons have now made 17 three pointers in Sacramento.
1: I'm only laughing because it hurts. The other part is, I heard that last night. I don't know if you heard it. There was one. Piston fan right next to Can you replay that? Can you hear his clapping? Oh, let's see. Hold You'll on. hear it.
2: Changes directions. Challenged by Sabonis to Ivy. Skips across court. Burks for three. Dagger three. Thrown down by Alex Burks. It's 127-118. Inside, two minutes to go. The Pistons have now made 17 three-pointers.
1: <laughs> it's like, what is it? I'm giving and him I a slow clap. Yeah, it's just one guy right there.
2: Uh...
0: Kings, here's just another. I'm just playing this now for G-Man. There's another turnover here.
2: Monk has the rebound, and he races up the right side. No time to hesitate. Shovels a pass intended for Fox. Missed the target. Turnover. Turn out the lights. This ball game is over.
1: I was going to say one thing on that. Yeah. Dave, they shattered their season best for fewest turnovers. They went, the Kings. Uh-huh. The Kings went 40. Something like forty three minutes without a turnover at home to the league's worst team and lost by double digits. <laughs> they had a Keegan Murray travel in the first quarter. It was like nine twenty to go. And until that final minute turnover by Malik Monk, that was it. They went that long in the game. Like you know, if you go, Well, they turned it over twenty five times, missed all these shots all the stuff they did had a winning formula to it. Right. And they lost to the league's worst team at home.
0: Uh, they were, the, the Kings were out-rebounded. This is funny. Never mind, I won't say it. <laughs> 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 I did that to him yesterday oh, at the gotcha. same time. Uh, <laughs> hold on a second. I'm not saying who you are, but I'm just answering on the air so that you know that at least I will answer on the air, and then I'm going to call you back. There. Got him. Sorry, as an inside joke with it. I'm attempting to dazzle Dave. Um, all right. Th- the problem here is, well, it's a lot, but zero points out of Keegan Murray. De'Aaron goes 5 of 14 for 12. Harrison was, you know, oh, there he is. There he is, and eight points. But, Jason, you mentioned, okay, so they had four turnovers. That's great. Mm-hmm. Seven steals to Detroit's two. Uh, let's look at their splits, 47, 34, and 68. I mean, the free throws are bad, but the other two aren't horrible. Forty no, no, 47's fine. I think what really sticks out to me is the fact that DeMontis Sabonis had 12 rebounds, and they were still out-rebounded 48 to 33. Yeah, that was bad. Then look at the splits by Detroit. Uh, 56, 55, 100. Detroit was 22 of 22 from the line. And and by the way, free throw the, defense was bad. I saw a stat yesterday too. Um, didn't something about like the Kings are allowing like this is like their seventh team they've allowed in some stretch to shoot fifty. Oh, the three point field goal defense has been hideous. Yeah, like the the ridiculous. Yeah. And again, Detroit's
1: for many stats not a juggernaut, not a great scoring team. They got one thirty three. They had their two top scorers out. They were down to 10 players. It just keeps adding up
0: I, to a uh, uh Since January 1st, the Kings are allowing opponents to shoot 42.6% from three. Uh, that was um, before the game. And the Pistons finished at 55%. And by the way, and props to the Kings Entertainment Department, because the whole thing started out great with them replaying the Brandon Ayoub catch from the, the Niners-Lions game over and over and over again during Detroit's intros. Mm-hmm. Like, they were trolling them really well. Uh, but apparently... Yeah, that didn't work out. All right, we'll take a break. God, we're we're going to take a shower during the break and wash this funk off of us when we come back because we've got all kinds of stuff going on today. Kelly Brothers is at 727. Randy Cross, X well, current 49er great, but X49er player uh, at 827. It's trade deadline Sam Amick at 8. Uh, when we come back, though, an early version of 4 Down Territory next. Waking you up with the best in local sports. They just make it interesting, you know? It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on satdown Sports. Jason, did you see uh, the WWE Triple H news? He's out after WrestleMania this year. That's from the tax line. They wanted you to know that. As re- I haven't seen that. Wow.
1: As the resident wrestling fan of the show. I, I need think. to see sources
0: all right well got that out of our did we no yeah we're not done with that let me just warn you guys by the way uh we're going to talk about the kings in three in three for at 713 we'll talk about them at 744
1: oh sam was there to enjoy that game oh, talk to him afterwards
0: eight o'clock with sam and then 913 with uh well with us So just, you know. It's it's here. You've been warned. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, you know what? Let's let's just made a Subaru. Thank goodness is here to uh, bring us four down territory. Let's focus on, you know, other stuff like football. Question one, please.
3: Rex Ryan interviewed for the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator position. Is the football world
0: better with Rex on the field or on camera talking about football? Is it better with him on the field or on camera? Um, Let's go uh, have a snack. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he had some of the most iconic lines in the history of hard knocks. He is incredibly entertaining. Loves his feet. Uh, he's a good defensive coordinator. Usually. Yeah. I think he's better behind the camera, though. I mean, I, 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 I do... I enjoy him as an analyst. He's not always right. I just, I enjoy him as an analyst more than not. I think he's got more, you know. So is it the football world? Yeah. It's Whatever. Such a
1: big personality, too. Like, he is. It, it feels like he's a head coach. I know he's been coordinator before and he's been a head coach. Just that you'd have to have the right head coach comfortable in their own skin knowing that Rex is on that, that roster with right. him. Right. Yeah. So is he doing that, knowing like, hey, McCarthy's on thin ice, maybe I'm the coach of the Cowboys. I mean, that's 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 what. like that's, a different
0: agenda? It was literally the first thing I thought of is, well, that's interesting. Yeah. They have a hell of a defense. Yeah. You know, they have a hell of a defense, so he's kind of walking into that. Right. And
1: It's a good job to go to, I guess, but
0: I do like him on TV. I do too, but I don't blame him. If he wants to get back in the coaching, yeah. now's the time. Give him another run at it. Uh, second down, please. 49ers
3: defense <laughs> – 49ers defensive lineman Chase Young will be a free agent in the offseason. Will Sunday's Super Bowl be his final game as a 49er?
0: So I'm trying to think. Like, does it matter how he performs? Like, what if he has like four sacks and is the MVP? Like, does that make a difference? It's a complicated question because I don't know what he's going to ask for. the The, the Niners have a a very difficult uh, payroll to 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 roll through, which is helped by Brock Purdy, but still they got a lot of other stars there. I don't my instinct is I don't think so. I think they'll look for help in the draft. I think they'll look for help around the margins. One thing that's great about that defense is you don't necessarily have to bring in a guy with insane, you know, all-pro talent because they're not going to be double teamed Cuz you got too much other stuff going around. And my guess is Chase is going to be looking for his back and and would rather, you know, get a ton of money playing for I don't know, Chicago or Tennessee than uh, you know, making much less money but playing for the night. That's just my guess. So yeah. if, if you force me into a corner I'd say yeah, it's his last game.
1: I, I feel the same way too. Look, there's already been a couple of rumblings like about some effort concerns. Yeah. Which that's a problem. It's a it's a defense that they spend a ton of money on that position on the defensive line and the edge rushers and a, and you know to kinda pack the middle there. But um I kind of do think they would go another route, or can go another route. He might be expensive, and I don't know that he's made this biggest impact that they thought they would. So I feel like it'll be a last. Awesome. No, when you're hearing
0: about effort, yeah, and this is a and a
1: disappointing defense in the postseason, in, in some sense, right?
0: And by the way, this was already kind of a this was a knock on him with the Commanders, yeah. and you thought, well, okay, well, it's the Commanders, get him out of there. It's kind of like Randy Moss. Didn't want to catch passes over the middle for the Raiders and then goes on and has this record year with the Patriots. Sometimes when players are on bad teams, they don't give max effort. Doesn't seem like that was the case with Chase Young.
3: Third down. The Super Bowl will be played in Las Vegas this weekend, but also in Bikini Bottom on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Will you spend any time watching their version of the Super Bowl?
0: Um, I imagine where I'm going, there will be a room where it's on for the kids. So maybe passing by to get some food, I'll see it. I ain't screwing around. So no, It's the
1: Niners in the Super
0: Bowl. It is the Niners in the Super Bowl. I'm not trying to screw around a bikini bottom, but I will DVR Shut it. Shut
1: up, Patrick!
2: Right? Shut up! Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> this SpongeBob thinks. Yeah.
0: Oh, you were talking about Mahomes, right? <laughs> yeah. So I I, 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 I will DVR it though, and then if the Niners win, I might watch the replay. One of the replays, <laughs> I'll watch the SpongeBob version and enjoy it.
1: Not the Puppy Bowl at any point.
0: Will I watch the Puppy Bowl at any point?
1: Because um, I, I know you DVR that and watch it at later times.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. We'll definitely. Uh, no, we will not flip to. The, well, I mean, my daughter might commandeer a TV and flip to the Puppy Bowl. I don't know. We'll, but, you know, like I said, I yeah. get my Puppy Bowl. Shut there. the screen. Mm-hmm. The Nickelodeon games have been better than I thought they would have been.
1: It's yeah. been entertaining, oh, but absolutely. it is the Super Bowl. I don't think I'm checking it out.
0: <laughs> Fourth down.
3: Tony Romo will be the analyst on Sunday for the Super Bowl. He came out hot in broadcasting, but it seems like his shine has fallen off amongst the critics. Do you think that is
0: fair? I, I'm going to stick to what I've said about Tony Romo since he was hot, and and I'm just going to continue to stick to this theory. The closer a commentator is to their playing days, the better they are. They played with a lot of these guys. They played in a lot of these offenses. They had to study film on these defenses, and it's almost like you you uh, uh, imagine you're uh, you know you're a phone charger. You're plugged in. And then the longer you're unplugged, the more that charge is gonna leak out and you then have to rely on you know, your your core abilities as an analyst. And I don't wow, think Tony, that was a really good analogy Thank you. I don't think Tony's a bad analyst. I think part of the problem with Tony is that we're comparing Tony Romo to the other Tony Romo. And that tone that, that other Tony Romo's never coming back. The Tony Romo, the year after he retired, two years after he retired where he's like legit calling out plays before they happen and he's a revelation. Um, we're not getting that one back. I I think right now he is an above average, I believe he's an above average analyst being compared to one of the best heaters we've ever seen from an analyst, and it's a little bit unfair. So I'm going to go with unfair, but of his own doing.
1: Yeah, I want to say, like I've said before, I I enjoy either being entertained or informed, and if you can do both then that's the sweet spot for an analyst. Um, I think at the beginning he was doing both, and I want to say, Dave, it was one of the Chiefs-Patriots. I think it was when the Patriots beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. So it was near the end of Brady's run before Mahomes really got going. And he had what I would say was a master Like, I was fully informed. He was basically describing everything in this game-winning drive by Tom Brady uh, based on how they were defending Gronk. And he's like, okay, look where the safety is. He's playing. And it it, it was more than too high with a, you know – Four deep corners. You know, he was like, he was drawing. He's like, where this safety's playing, the open man's going to be Gronk. That's right. And then Brady snapped, look, Gronk, open. You're like, okay, I see what he saw there. And he's like, now it's going to be over. And he was literally calling it perfectly. That's right. And I went, wow, I, he's telling us what's going to happen, and it's happening exactly what he's saying. That was amazing. But, and, yeah, that was like his peak. No,
0: you're 100% right. And the, the the thing is, generally, with your best football, football's a different game. Yeah. Gig your best football analyst 80% of it, if not more is your ability to immediately run, run us through a replay, right? That, that is your gig. Yeah. You're running us through a replay. You've got the telestrator. You're coming. We're coming yeah. back from break. You're pointing out this play that sometimes happens. It's
1: the left guard. Like you see the play and he's like, look at the guard. And you're like, that's right. I
0: didn't, even see that. didn't even notice it. Yeah. And that's where the analysts are the best baseball, basketball, not the same yeah. football. You got to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I got I got Woj and Sean. Know, me too. Yeah, you too. Our phones are going off with uh, with Twitter alerts, and every time it's like, "All right, stop everything." It is trade deadline day. It's probably a good time to reset. In addition to having Sam with us at eight o'clock, it was always fun. When it, it actually does, he usually is he usually I feel like he's usually with us on deadline day. Or, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I even asked him last night, I "Go, are you going to be good?" He goes, "Yeah." I mean, barring like, if something massive, that's right, he'll, I he'll let hope. us know. I always hope that. That's yeah. always fun to Gotta see. Go what he's like,
0: Gotta go, guys. Gotta go, guys, or, you know, he puts us on mute real yeah. quick. So that's always fun with Sam. We'll have him for a couple of segments there. We'll take a break right now. Uh, when we come back, who do we decide on here? Michael Lombardi. Michael Lombardi, who was with Styles and Watkins yesterday down in Vegas. And want to remind you as well Jiffy Lou bringing all of our amazing Super Bowl coverage to you live from Las Vegas. We'll get into all that. Styles and Watkins with Michael Lombardi next.